0: Thank you for joining us for this podcast from Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama. Now, let's join Pastor Kent Maddox as he brings his message for today. We're in this 21 days of transformation that we began uh, last yesterday, I guess, uh, or Monday. And uh, so, uh, hope you're tracking on that. You know, I'm almost never hungry but since so I decided to start fasting, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm hungry for everything. But we're on a 21-day Daniel's fast. It's not too late to jump on. It's online or uh, on our app if you'd like to find out how to do that. We're basically limiting our diet to fruits and vegetables and uh, uh, healthy plant-based proteins, if you will, kind of along the lines of Daniel, the book of Daniel, where for 21 days he ate only fruits and vegetables because he was believing God for a breakthrough and uh, so that's exactly what's uh, what we're, what we're involved in we're involved in this 21 day fast and so hopefully you can jump on board with that and I, we are believing for supernatural breakthroughs you know that word that was released if you didn't see Sunday service it's worth going back and watching after uh, you see this tonight i promise you uh, it's it's powerful and a prophetic word came about that we're at a critical mass or a tipping point and that's what was happening with the book of daniel it was a, a critical mass had occurred prayers and persecution and trials and testings had come to a place that God was ready now to move people over into another season. So we believe this 21 days is the most significant 21-day prayer and fasting time we've ever been in. And so make sure and get that on uh, your app, on the phone, or on our website. We're basically avoiding uh, foods that we should avoid for 21 days, you know, meat, sweets, bread, that type stuff, so that our bodies can recover and find a place of wellness and wholeness with the Lord secondly we're meditating every day avoiding negative emotions so that our our hearts and our minds can be renewed and refreshed in the presence of god and then lastly we're avoiding negative words and we we're speaking god's word today we're speaking jeremiah i believe it is where it says i will heal your woundedness declares the lord and so uh track with us on this 21 days it's going to be very very exciting this coming sunday Uh, or this coming weekend, is our transformational weekend. Don't miss this. Friday night, 6 o'clock for teenagers. It's called The Move. It's going to be powerful. We're going to have worship, a relevant word in ministry, and then we've got a. uh, after party, after we'll hang out, have a lot of games, a lot of fun. But our goal is to connect teenagers to the moving of the Holy Spirit, so they can become of the become the move of the Holy Spirit. So that's that's this Friday night. Then Saturday night at 6 p.m., Chuck Pierce, our dear friend and a prophetic voice to the body of Christ, will be here Saturday night. He will be gearing his thoughts and messages toward the state of Alabama, the leadership of Alabama, and also us, the body of Christ. What's God? What is God saying about our state and our nation? And if we ever need to hear what God's saying about our nation, it's right now, and he'll be speaking into that. And then Sunday morning at 10 a.m., he will be here with us to celebrate first fruits for this new Hebraic month and release a word to us as a church. Uh, he always has a fresh word in January starting the year off right, so I can't wait for Chuck to be here. He's going to have a word from the Lord for us, and uh, it's going to be a significant time. We're going to be doing baptism Sunday, so if you've not been baptized or need to be baptized, along with these 70 people that were uh uh, receive the Lord Sunday morning. We're reaching out to them just to make sure they're they're uh, coming to be baptized. So at, during our worship service, we'll be doing baptisms. You can just uh, contact us uh, through the app or online or call the church, and we'll make sure and get you scheduled for that. Well, looking forward to all this upcoming weekend. But for tonight, just these next few moments, I just want to focus just a moment on, minute on this word that I believe God dropped in our heart for us along the lines of transformation. If you got a Bible or just want to jot these scriptures down, This first one I want to share with you is Romans 12 that simply says, do not be conformed to this world. I like to call that natural mindedness, but be transformed to spiritual mindedness. I like to call it by the renewing of your mind. God's desire is for us not to be conformed to the ways of the world. And when I use the world, I'm not talking about you know the world as far as you know being a part of the world or being part part of commerce or the marketplace. I believe we're called to do that. But I believe what it's talking about is living with a natural mindedness, the five senses. So many of us, even as believers, are limited uh, from what God wants to do because we live with a limited mindset. It's really a mindset. Uh, that we can only have what we see or hear or touch, and we're not aware of the spiritual world around us. And God said, "Don't, don't, don't be conformed to to the limited limitedness of a natural life, but open your mind to a mindset of a spiritual realm that's available to us." That word "conformed" is a Greek word, sukematizo, which means scheme. Don't don't buy into the scheme of the enemy, which is to keep us blinded to the spiritual world, but be renewed. That word renewed means restored back to your original design. Let your mind be restored back to the original design before the fall of Adam, where they lived with spiritual mindedness and they were open and connected and communicating with God himself in the cool of the garden. That's what it's talking about. It's not talking about being renewed by education or even being renewed by you know, a, a thought process or, or, or how we think. It's literally getting back to the spiritual mindedness that you and I are created or designed to have. Why is that important? Romans 8, 6 says very powerfully, for to be carnally minded or naturally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, isn't that interesting? To be carnally minded or naturally minded is death. Now, that's not talking about natural death, but it's spiritual death. Do you know how many people live this life in the earth spiritually dead, not aware that they have a purpose, not aware that God's got a plan for their life, not aware that uh, the Holy Spirit's available to them to give them access to God, and they just drift through life, uh, even sometimes successfully, but without any awareness of God's presence, any awareness of God's purpose or God's plan. That's what God calls the life that would end up in death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To live every day knowing you've got a purpose, you've got a plan. That even the negative things in your life, God's working them together for your good. I read this morning in my scripture reading Romans eight twenty six uh, or Romans eight twenty six through thirty six. and Romans eight twenty eight says. These words, it says, knowing that all things work together for those that love God and are called according to His purpose. When we live with a spiritual mindedness, we're not stuck by difficult circumstances or problems because we know that God has a plan and a purpose. And so it's important to allow God to renew or bring us back to this place of spiritual mindedness. Let me give you another scripture, Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. It says that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that's in them and because of the blindness of their heart. You know, for so long I was taught that it was my sin that separates me from God. It was my behavior that separates me from God. But according to this scripture and many others, especially Colossians 3.10, I don't have it prepared for you on the slide, but it's worth looking up. It says we've been alienated from God in our minds. Sin does not separate God from us. Remember when uh, in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve actually sinned? It says God showed up again wanting fellowship with them but they were they were hiding they were hiding away from god and god showed up saying where are you they were hiding not because god was separated from them because of their sin they were separated themselves in their own minds by their own guilt by their own shame by their own disappointment and so we see that it's not our sin that separates us from god it's when we're alienated in our minds darkened in our understanding and even ignorant Paul the Apostle talks about so many of us are ignorant of the plans of God the purposes of God the spiritual life that God wants us to walk in that's why he's encouraging us to renew our minds bring our minds back to this place of spirituality because God has so much for us he doesn't want us to be ignorant of spiritual things I think it's first Corinthians 12 1 Paul said don't be ignorant of spiritual gifts the gifts of God that are available available to us. Second Corinthians 2.11, uh, don't be ignorant, the scripture says, of the schemes of the enemy. How the enemy would love to uh, subvert us and take our minds and our focus away from all that God's done for us. First Thessalonians 4.13, don't be ignorant, it says, concerning those who are asleep. In other words... Don't be ignorant thinking that when you die, it's over. When you die, it's not over. It's just beginning because that's when we enter into the eternal purposes of God. But so many of us are ignorant of spiritual things because our minds have not been renewed and we're blind. Look at uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. It says that the God of this world has blinded us lest we should see the glory of Christ or the gospel of the glory of God in the face of Christ. This is a point I want to pause on just for a minute because I think it's so important. When Paul goes on in Ephesians, he says, Put off concerning your former conduct, former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This is Ephesians four seventeen through 24 And that you put on the new man which is created according to the true righteousness and holiness of God. So when we talk about renewing our minds, we're not talking about a intellectual or academic ascent. In other words, we're not talking about just re-educate your mind and retrain your mind. Paul says, let's get to the spirit of our mind. Now, this is from the mirror translation. I think it's so powerful. It'll, it'll help us move into this because most of us don't understand, actually, the true gospel of Christ. We don't really understand the work of the cross and what's been accomplished. Therefore, we're not able to walk in this place of, renewed, be of renewedness or a renewed mind in the spirit of our minds. When Paul says, "Be renewed in the spirit of your mind," what he's saying is ponder the truth about you, about me, as it is displayed in Christ. Begin with the fact that we are that we are co seated with Christ. We're not trying to become something; we're actually already something. So, this renewed mind I'm talking about, this place of living in the with the spiritual life, it's not something you're to obtain. It's actually something you were created with by God. But it's being, but because of the, of sin and the world that we live in and the darkness and the inability to understand the truth, we don't realize what's already on the inside of us. Here's what Paul says, if you will begin to realize that you're, that you're co-seated with Christ, that your sin has not separated you from God, it's just alienated you in your mind because you don't really believe who God says you are. You don't really believe that, that Jesus has paid the price for our sins. It says we need to be reprogrammed in the way we think about ourselves. Notice Paul does not say renew your minds This transformation happens in the spirit of your mind, awakened by the truth on a much more deeper level than mere mere intellectual or academic consent. I love what what the Mirror Translation goes on to say. Often we thought we have to get information from our heads to our heart, but in actuality, it's to get it from our heart, our spirits, to our minds get it down. It's already in our spirit. And once our spirit's awakened and we begin to tap into our spirit, then it comes up into our mind. This is John seven thirty seven. Out of your belly, your spirit will flow rivers or it'll gush out of our innermost being. The spirit, our spirit, your spirit, my spirit was never contaminated by the fall. That's something, That's a powerful truth you need to get a hold of. Just because we were lost and alienated in our minds doesn't mean our spirits were corrupt. I love what this commentary says. The lost coin, as you read about in Luke 15, never lost its original inscription or its image. It was the mind that was veiled by darkness. Our thoughts were reduced to a soul realm reference, knowing ourselves and knowing one another after the flesh not after the Spirit. There's nothing wrong with our design or our redemption. It's simply we are thinking wrong. And Jesus paid the price so we could come out of this. In order for our thoughts to be rescued from the dominion of darkness, Jesus, as the incarnate image and likeness of God, has gone into our darkest, hellish nightmare and faced our cruelest judgment and fears and died our death for us. This is the mystery that was hidden for ages and generations for our glorification. We were co-crucified with Christ to bring absolute closure to every reference we had of ourselves as a result of Adam's fall. So let me, let me put this in context. The cross was never necessarily about our personal sin. Actually, the cross was at Golgotha, which is called the skull, the place of the mind. Jesus didn't come and die on the cross to satisfy the wrath of God. He came and died on the cross to reveal to us the love of God. He didn't come to die for us. He came to die as us. You got to get this. There's a deep revelation in your spirit. Jesus came to show you the life that you and I could live... Being connected to God by the Holy Spirit. He came and died as us, not for us, to demonstrate God's love for us because those of us that were alienated in our minds, thinking God's mad at us, God's angry with us, we're separated from God. Jesus came to show us that's not the truth. God is crazy about you. God loves you. God has a plan for you, and God wants to empower you with the Holy Spirit to live just like Adam and Eve. Eve did in their original creative design in fellowship and co-communion with God and co-creating with God and working with God and causing this planet to become a better place because we are spiritually connected with God and no longer alienated in our minds. In other words, get this natural mind set aside and begin to live up out of our spirit man, which is created in the image of God, Fully connected to God, man. I'm getting fired up. <laughs> I got Dennis is running the camera, and I'm preaching to him and you and, and you. I'm like high five, right? Because I'm telling you, this is the truth of God's word. So basically, the cross made you and I compatible again. I don't know about you. I've got some technology around here. I think I've got a, I've got a, I've got an iPad here. You know, and uh, I remember when I first got this iPad, uh, it was, uh, it, it can do all kinds of things. Uh, I didn't realize the power. They say in this cell phone, the same, this is an a, a iPhone, they say in this iPhone, the same technology that put the first space uh, shuttle in, in orbit and put the first man on the moon, that's the power that's in an iPhone now, right? This, this technology, this, this capability, if you will, if you can just envision with this a minute, all this power and technology is available, all I've got to do is, is figure out how it works, right, and what it's compatible with. And that's what God wants us to do. Most of us never get to connect with all that God has for us because we don't believe the truth about who we are inside. Therefore, we're not compatible. We're always trying to figure God, God out in our minds and always trying to get to God and God's things through our natural senses. But that's not how we get them. They're revealed to us in our spirit man. This scripture is so amazing. 1 Corinthians 2, 19, 9 through 16. However, it is written what no eye has seen, right, the natural man, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. So what's Paul telling us? Your natural mind can't even conceive the things that God has for us. He goes on to say, but these are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Check this out. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, not the natural mindedness, but we have received the spirit which is from God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Man, if you can get this your spirit because of the cross, because of the work of Christ, because now we 're able to forgive ourselves now we 're able to live with an understanding we 're not separated from god we 're not apart from god god 's not against us God is for us when we get in that mindset when we get in the mindset that the universe is a is, is generous that the universe is friendly toward us that the that the cross of Christ has allowed the whole of the kingdom of God for us to have Access to that by the Spirit now. God is not fighting against us. God is fighting for us. God is not against you. God is for you. When we begin to live in this mindset, it makes us compatible with heaven so that we can access its resources. We don't, uh, Nanette and one of our elders, said recently for the first several hundred years of the church, this was the way people prayed, with hands open, just ready to receive. But then it got changed over time as as man got involved and religion got involved to this, more of a begging posture. But the good news by the Holy Spirit, we're not called to beg as those outside the kingdom. We're just open-hearted and open-minded, ready to receive what God has for us by the Spirit. It goes on to say, this is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, natural mind, but the words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are only discerned through the Holy Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments or who has known the mind of the Lord so that the Lord can instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. What's he saying to us, Paul the Apostle? Through the cross, now we have the mind of Christ. We have access to the will of God. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us connected with our spirit, which makes us compatible with heaven. So now God can speak to you as an individual. God actually wants to speak to you every day. God can give you revelation knowledge from his word. When you open this Bible, it's not intellect or natural knowledge, but it's spiritual knowledge connectivity by the Holy Spirit that God wants to use this Bible and open up spiritual reality realities to you that you could never find with human thinking, but it's, it comes from your spirit. God wants you to be able to pray and fellowship and commune with Him. Over this 21 days, we're talking about meditation. Why? Because we're getting away from the natural mind, getting into the spiritual life that God has designed us to live in. And through that, God can show you dreams and visions and revelations. Even when you go to bed at night, you have the capacity, the compatibility that God can give you a dream tonight and download a dream to you about your future or about the reality of God's kingdom and what He wants to do in your life. Paul the Apostle says so powerfully here, with a renewed mind and an understanding of who you are and who God is, we are now compatible to receive everything that God has for us. And that is our prayer for you in this season. And so when we talk about renewing our minds, we're simply talking about moving away from a natural mindedness to where we're only able to perceive what's going on with our five senses and move into a spiritual place that the cross of Christ has provided for us. And so what's happening on these 21 days is we're sowing to our spirits. So just like you've, you've nurtured your natural mind with education, you've nurtured your body with nutrition, we can nurture our spirits, the inside of us with spiritual things. Last scripture I'll share with you, Galatians 6, 7 through 8. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh, the natural mind, will of the flesh, the natural mind, reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. So, this 21 days, we're simply sowing to our spirits. So, we're saying, God, we're disconnecting from the world's ways of eating. So that now we're offering our bodies up, according to Romans 12. Offer your body as a living sacrifice to God, which is well-pleasing in His sight. Being not conformed to this world, but being renewed in the spirit of our minds. So in this 21 days, we're meditating. We're saying, God, we're not going to live in this emotional realm where negativity and fear and all these different uh, uh, thoughts, jealousies, hurts, Uh, All these things control us, but we're going to live out of our spiritual mindedness. That is that place of peace and joy and tranquility. It's the place of revelation knowledge. It's that place of our spirit man that's alive and deep inside of us that's been fully redeemed by the blood of Jesus and the grace of God and our spirits connecting with God so that we can get our emotions under control in this season and live out of this spiritual mindedness of connectivity, not disconnected. And then last but not least, we're going to speak God's Word because Hebrews 11 says the whole world, everything, this room, this desk, this, this everything here was created by things which we can't see, which is the Word of God. The Word of God spoke the world, the cosmos, into existence. And so for 21 days, we're speaking God's Word, avoiding negative thoughts about our circumstances or situation, but we're speaking out of our spirit-mindedness, the will of God and the Word of God and allowing God to to get us a jump start, if you will, on 2019, setting us up to live out of this spiritual renewed-mindedness. So I know I've just been, you know, Bev tells me sometimes people are just looking for a cup full and you're like a fire hose. But I know I've been really pouring it out to you in this teaching. But take these scriptures and meditate on them. The bottom line is... In this season of 21 days, God wants to renew our minds. He wants to move us out of natural-mindedness into spiritual-mindedness, and it comes through a revelation of the Holy Spirit. And so my prayer for you today, our Word Alive friends and, and partners and family around the world, I just pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit of God will quicken you now to, to give you that hunger and that desire to allow God to bring you back to your original design. Not that you have to become something or achieve something. You you are already that. It's just you've not been aware of it. But during this 21 days, you're connecting back to your original design of who you created to be, and that I pray now your spiritual eyes are open and your spiritual heart is open, and now you begin to see Jesus for re- who He really is. You begin to see God for who He is, and then you can see yourself as your call to be. And now you begin to realize God's got a plan. God's got a purpose. I'm not limited to this world and these natural senses, but I have a spiritual life now that I can connect to the kingdom of God, this unseen realm, and connect to all the promises and purposes and plans that God has for my life and my family. I pray now you feel that connectivity by the Holy Spirit. I pray all fear and shame and doubt and unbelief is driven far away from your mindset. And I pray in this season that that God develops in you a spiritual mindset, that you are co-seated with Christ You are co-created with Christ. You are co-laboring with Christ. We're not doing this separate from God. We're doing this together with God because the cross has made us compatible that we can live a life with God in the earth. I bless you with a renewed mind and a renewed mindset to walk with God in a supernatural way in this season. And I thank God for it now in Jesus' name. Wow. I had a blast. Thank you for taking some time to be with me tonight. I can't wait for this weekend. I'm excited about it. Show up on, uh, have your teenager show up with us on Friday night at 6 p.m. for The Move. Saturday, uh, 6 p.m., Chuck Pierce speaking into the state of Alabama and into our nation, giving us a prophetic insight. This is part of that renewed mind, right? we 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 can sit around look at Washington and look at our natural circumstances or we can hear what is God saying about our nation and, and and address it from a spiritual point of view. That's what'll happen Saturday night and then Sunday morning a powerful word for our church uh as Chuck will be here with us and we'll be celebrating first fruits Uh, as the new month we enter to the new Hebraic month. So come with your first fruits offering and uh, we're going to give generously because we believe God wants to open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings on us this year we don't even have room enough to receive. I pray great blessings on you and your family during this new 2019 year. We're so excited about what God's doing here at Word Alive. This tipping point, this critical mass God has brought us to to literally move us into a big big move of the holy spirit so obviously we're fired up and we're excited about it and we really appreciate you taking time to be here with me tonight thank you again for listening to this podcast you can find more information on service times and ministry resources on our website at waio.online